the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is a comedy fangirl podcast. So that means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn some along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though. So if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, oh my god, I fucking love Jungkook's doe eyes. Oh, or holy shit, we see BTS with our naked eyes this coming weekend. <laughs> yes, then you're in the right place. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot believe. Cannot believe. We leave in like four days. Uh, no, okay, when this episode comes out, it's Thursday, <laughs> so... It's going to be, we leave tomorrow for, oh to fly to Fort Worth. We're fucking flying to a whole other state. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay. So anyways. <laughs> we got to get going on this episode. This <laughs> God. We're just so excited because we're doing fanfic files. Mm-hmm. Yay. It's been a while. We've only had one episode. This is our second. But before we get into it, we just want to give a shout out to our two amazing Patreon patrons, Naomi and Crystal. Thank you so much for supporting all of our hard work and our goals. We love you. Yes, thank you. And we've had a fair amount of one-time donors, too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know their names. Yeah. <laughs> By the way... You kind of run the account. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Patreon, coming soon, we have exclusive content. So I really want to start posting, like, car ride videos where I'm like reacting to bts and like singing along because that's what i do all the time and also because of this episode i think this is the perfect time to announce officially that when bethany is finished with her fanfic she is going to post it onto the patreon you've made this decision (laughs) you've made this decision you haven't even read my fanfic it's so bad it's gonna be so good (laughs) you've sent me like little snippets and oh my god it's like one a one page screenshot and i'm like i need more i need more it's so good it's like and i'm not even like that into fanfics okay okay well anyways 
Anyways, <laughs> you can gain access to these upcoming things if you decide to support us at patreon.com slash standingbts and choose an option that fits your desire and then you can donate to us, to us monthly. You can also support us by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. We are currently at 165 ratings. And when we reach 200, we're going to do a bonus episode. So that means two episodes in one week. And you guys get to choose the topic. Yes. And seriously, anything and everything that you guys do to support us means so much. Whether you're donating, rating, or talking with us on social media and being our real-life friends, whatever it is, we appreciate you so much, and we are so glad that you're here hanging out with us. Yes! Thank you guys so much. We love talking to you all. Yes. Okay, should we get into it? Let's get into it, Kayla. <laughs> the much-requested second installment of The Fanfic Files! Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we decided that I'm going to start this week, so... Yeah. This is called You Give Me Premature Ventricular Contractions, and it's by T. <laughs> Dark on AO3. When I found this fanfic, I was so excited because it is set up as it looks like text messages. And so it's a really nice read on your phone to just scroll through. And I think it's a really cool way to do a fanfic. So because of the way that it's set up, I will summarize some parts. But then, Bethany, if you would agree, I am going to ask you to read some things for me. I will. I agree. <laughs> okay. Thanks. So, yeah, this is fun. I get to be a part of it. Yeah, it's going to be really great. Yeah. So, chapter one. Here's how it starts out. Jimin and Jungkook are texting. Jimin texts Jungkook to ask how he's feeling because apparently he's been feeling sick lately. So he's seeing if he's feeling better or worse. He's had a cough and Jungkook is basically like, I mean, define worse. And <laughs> so Jimin is already like, oh my God, you're going to the doctor. Yoongi is going to pick you up and take you. So it's implied that like Yoongi and Jimin are together and Yoongi and Jungkook are roommates. They're not brothers, but they're definitely roommates. So Yoongi texts Jungkook and tells him to be ready at 7.30 in the morning to go to the doctor. And Jungkook begrudgingly accepts his, his fate, but mostly because Yoongi is not putting up with any bullshit, and he basically tells him that he doesn't have a choice. Oh, okay. So he's like, I can hear you coughing from the other room. So no, you're fucking coming. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, the next morning, Jungkook goes to the doctor. So, Bethany, this is when I need you to read for me. Okay. So, this is Jungkook's account of going to the doctor. And, Bethany, you are going to be our Jungkook. Oh, I am? Okay, cool. Yes. I... So, this is Jungkook texting Jimin. So, I'll be Jimin for now. Okay. How did it go? I'm not dying. At least, not because of what I went in with. What? What do you mean? What's wrong? Should I come over? Um, nah. It's, like, fine. Okay. You know how med students sometimes have to go do internships at the GP? Jung Jung Cook, what did you do? Why is it always me? Why do you never think it could have been someone else? Mm. Fine. There was this medical student, and he, like, had those pretty eyes and pretty lips and pretty everything. Oh, my God. Please tell me you didn't. I didn't do anything. I was just nervous, okay? 
Oh, nervous, huh? He was really pretty, and I was so embarrassed telling the doctor what was wrong in front of him, and I might have got a little excited. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, Jungkook, I did not need to know that. Not like that, oh my god. Just like, he was so pretty and like breathtaking, and the doctor asked him to check my lungs and my heartbeat, and yeah. Oh my god, he noticed, didn't he? This is hilarious. He did. He looked at me and then he said, oh, your heartbeat is faster than average. And then he fucking winked at me. (laughs) And you know what the worst thing is? My heart literally skipped a beat and I'm like 99% sure he could hear it. Oh my God, I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till I tell Yoongi. He'll never let you hear the end of it. Young, no. Please no. (laughs) So This is so cute. I love this. So after that, Yoongi texts Jungkook and asked if he at least got the handsome doctor's number. And of course, Jungkook didn't because he was super nervous and he also thought it was illegal because he was like, I'm his patient. Um. (laughs) Also, the fact that Jungkook was shirtless during his examination was brought up as well. Mm, It's a nice sight. (laughs) So now we have a new perspective that enters the story. So Bethany, I need you to read... Nam June's part of these messages. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. <laughs> okay. This is Sok Jin texting Nam June. So I'll be Jin, okay? Okay. You know that thing I'm doing? You mean getting a medical degree? Yeah, that thing. And also that other thing? Doing an internship in a doctor's clinic? Yeah, you know how I see lots of people every day? Why are you building up to your story like that? Just tell me what happened. No one has time for this, especially not me. I never have time for this. Fine. It's your loss. Today, a really cute guy came in, smaller than me, but with these adorable doe eyes, very kissable lips. And I thought, okay, he probably has, like, digestion issues because (laughs) that's just how it goes. You see a cute guy, next thing you know, he's showing you his ass. Even in your line of studies, that is certainly not how it goes. Are you sure you should become a doctor and not just the manager of a strip club? Damn, Junie, who hurt you? Anyway, thankfully, cute guy didn't have digestion issues or anything else disgusting. He probs just has the flu or something. Or something. I want to repeat what I just said. I'm very good at my job as an attentive intern, thank you. I, for example, noticed that cute guy was very much liking what he was seeing, me, and he got all (laughs) flustered when he had to take off his shirt. And let me tell you, he had a very nice chest. And when I had to check his lungs and his heartbeat, well, I could tell he was into me. Young, please tell me you didn't flirt with the poor guy. I didn't flirt with him. I simply winked at him. That's, that is flirting. Oh my God. That's like so inappropriate. I didn't even do anything. Like, yeah, I winked, but that's it. Are you sure about that? How dare you? How dare you? (laughs) I take this internship very seriously and I would not put any of my patients in uncomfortable situations. So that is the end of chapter one. Moving on to chapter two. The chapter begins with Jungkook texting Jimin in the mid-afternoon. He starts off by saying, I don't want to alarm you, but mayhaps I'm not feeling so well. Mayhaps. (laughs) I know, right? So cute. Um, So, of course, Jimin, 
being his best friend is like, oh my God, what's wrong? And Jungkook is like, I don't know. I'm just dizzy. So then Jungkook stops responding. And of course, Jimin freaks out. Like he yeah. doesn't respond for over an hour. And so <laughs> Jimin calls Yoongi. And <laughs> so Yoongi goes over to Jungkook's room, wakes him up. And Jungkook finally texts Jimin back and was like, sorry, I fell asleep. So Jimin threatens to beat his ass for doing that because he scared him so much. And he was like, you're lucky that Yoongi was there so he could go check on you. But anyways, after this whole thing, they're all worried about Jungkook again, especially mm-hmm. Jimin. So Yoongi wants to take Jungkook back to the doctor. And Jungkook is really not happy about it. Okay. So... Bethany, you are going to continue to read Jungkook's part for this. Okay, and he's You're just texting gonna be Yoongi. Texting Yoongi. I'll be Yoongi. Okay. All right. Can we, like, go somewhere else? Somewhere else? Yeah, like a different doctor. Oh. Are you afraid you'll see the hot medicine student again? I'm not afraid. If anything, he should be afraid. <laughs> okay, convincing. <laughs> Young, what if my heart acts up again? I could die. My heart could literally stop beating. Cookie, you're 21. You have a healthy heart. You're not going to die just because you see a cute guy. Trust me, Young has experience in this. Young, please. You really want me to die like this? If you know how it feels, you know how bad it is. You're not getting out of this, and that's final. I'm not discussing this with you. Not even if I buy you lamb skewers. Bribery will get you nowhere, you punk. Now that's just a blatant lie. You liked bribery just enough last week when I bought ice cream for you, so you wouldn't tell Jimin about his bed sheets. That was different. I'm old enough to know when Jimin's gonna beat my ass. I thought you were into that. Oh, you fucking brat. Now I'm definitely <laughs> not gonna take you to a different doctor. Young. Don't young me. You dug your own grave. <laughs> Jungkook is so, like, whiny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, so Jungkook goes back to the doctor with Yoongi. Now, let's see what the pretty doctor has to mm. say. So, Bethany, on to the next one. You are reading for Namjoon, and of course I am being Sokjin. Okay. Okay. You know that thing I said the other day? Oh, my God. Why do you keep doing that? What? Texting you? I thought we were friends. Do friends not text each other? Oh my god, just tell me what amazing thing has happened again in your life. (laughs) You know you love me. Unfortunately. Anyway, today, cute guy came in again. Which one? (laughs) You know full well there was only one. Please tell me you didn't flirt with him. I don't know why you would think that. Really? Are you serious? Just because I'm a confident guy, sorry, I meant confident gay. I didn't (laughs) flirt with him, though, honestly. He really wasn't feeling well, and he looked like he was about to throw up on me. Also, there was another guy with him, and, like, they seemed close, so he's probably taken. You don't think it could have been his brother? Also, not to bust your bubble, but not every guy you find cute is into men. My gaydar is working 100%, thanks. I can tell he likes dick, probably specifically the dick of the guy that he was with. Why are you even thinking about this? You won't see him again. Doesn't your internship end this week? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. 
I won't have to get up so early, so that's good. But I would really like to see the cute guy again, you know, just to check if he's doing better. Sure. To check if he is getting better. You know, maybe you'll see him out and about sometime. Not that I encourage you talking to him, but, you know, it might happen. Would I really be that lucky? I mean, I should be, but will I? (laughs) Okay, so... A week later, Jimin texts Jungkook to make sure that he's feeling better, and Jungkook assures him he's like, yes, I feel better. Yoongi has been watching me like a hawk all week, but he thinks I'm fine to go out, and I'm fine to go out, and he's like, I want to go out shopping. So he basically tells Jimin not to worry about him, and he's like, what's the worst that can happen? And of course, Jimin is being so, like melodramatic and he's like you could get by you could get hit by a car and die you could trip and ram your keys into your eyeball you get robbed at gunpoint so (laughs) very dark anxiety (laughs) thoughts from jimin oh later in the day jungkook messages him and he says he's like i don't mean to alarm you but something happened so of course jimin starts freaking out because he leaves him on like this cliffhanger So, Bethany, Uh do you want to know what happened? I do. Let's read the next fucking segment. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Jungkook talking to Jimin. Yep. Do you, mayhaps, remember the medical student? Oh, my God. No way. You met him? Yeah. I was going to pick up some banana milk, and suddenly there he was. You know how supermarket light makes everyone look sick? Well, he looked fucking ethereal. So handsome. Did you talk to him? Please tell me that you did. I was gonna get the fuck out of there, to be honest, but he spotted me. My heart, like, dropped into my ass. He asked me if I was feeling better, and then he apologized because he didn't want to cross any boundaries. I was crying inside. He was so nice, and I looked like shit. (laughs) I didn't even shower. (laughs) This is like one of those K-dramas Yoongi loves to watch secretly. His name is Sokjin, by the way, and he gave me his number. What? And also, why is that phrase like a question? I mean, he did give me a number. I don't know if if it's actually his. Also, I'm not sure if I'm not just dreaming this. Maybe I have a fever. Oh my god, you're so cute. Panicked gay. Should I text him? Um, what kind of question is, is that? Of course you should. But like, won't he get in trouble? I'm his patient. I'm sure he wouldn't have given you his number if that were the case. Plus, if it bothers you that much, why don't you just ask him? Hmm, yeah. I don't know. Jung Jung Cook, do I have to come over there and kick your ass? As if you would. Try me. I'm putting my shoes on right now. Okay, okay. I'll text him. <laughs> okay, so... Yoongi then texts Jungkook and's like, ooh, I heard you got his number. <laughs> and But Jungkook is, like, really <laughs> hesitant and kind of insecure because he feels like Sokjin is out of his league. He's like, every time I've met him, I've looked like trash, and he's looked so put together. So then Jin texts Namjoon, and he tells Namjoon the story of running into Jungkook at the supermarket. And he's like, oh, my God. Like, he was so just, like, handsome and cute and wonderful. And he's just, like, hoping that he texts him. But he's like, I didn't get his number, and I don't know his name because he seemed so flustered that, like... So Jungkook has Seokjin's number, but he's afraid to text him and 
Seokjin does not have Jungkook's number, doesn't even know his name, nothing. Yeah. Okay. So, finally, Jungkook decides to text Jin. Woohoo! Yay. <laughs> after, after a ton, just so much encouragement from Jimin and Yoongi. So, he finally texts him. Um, let's just read this. Let's look at it's slide seven. You're Jungkook. I'm Sok Jin. Okay. Hi, this is Jungkook from the supermarket. Six fucking hours later, I'm responding. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it sorry. It shows the timestamp. That's too funny. Yeah. Hey, sorry for replying so late. I was sleeping, haha. Oh, why are you sleeping in the middle of the day, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, you know, sleeping just comes so naturally to me. I do it with my eyes closed. <laughs> so then... <laughs> <laughs> so then um jungkook of course he texts yoongi and jimin in a group chat that he names two snakes and one jungkook and he's like oh my god he's finally texted back he already made a fucking pun and jimin is like this is a dream guy <laughs> <laughs> so next continue with this conversation between jungkook and Sokjin. okay no offense but that was such a bad pun how dare you? Actually, you're right. I can do better. Oh, really? Yes. Watch me. I have lots of jokes on hand. What color are hamburgers? Uh, I don't know. Burgundy. Honestly, that was even worse than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> what sound does a cow make when it laughs? I don't know. Tell me. Muhaha. That's a terrible joke. <laughs> But I bet you're still laughing anyway. Am I right? You will never know. Winky face. <laughs> I have already corrupted you. So, um, <laughs> basically, Jungkook texts Yoongi and Jimin about all of this, and they're, like, collectively freaking out together. Yoongi's kind of, like, over it, but he's being supportive because he cares about Jungkook so much. Um, so, anyways... Let's go on to the continuation of their conversation. This is like, hold on, how much? This is like almost 24 hours later. Okay, cool. So, Jin starts by saying, I was practicing drawing blood and my friend fainted. And then Jungkook replies like an hour later, maybe two hours. And he says, sorry for replying so late. Was watching a movie with Yoongi Young. Also, is your friend okay? Side note, I think his friend is Hobie. Oh, yeah. Anyways, he says, he said, yeah, he's fine. He just can't see blood. He should have told me about that beforehand. Ha ha. Who's Yoongi? Oh, damn. He really should have. Yoongi's my roommate. I think you've seen him before. He was the one who came with me to the doctor. Oh, cat guy. Cat guy? Yeah, he kind of looks like a cat. Oh, you're right, actually. He does look like a cat. I just walked into the living room, and Young's curled up on the sofa napping. He even behaves like a cat. I can never unthink this. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, so next it goes back to Jimin and Jungkook texting. And Jimin texts Jungkook and is wondering, how's it going with Dr. Love? And Jungkook is like, it's going really well, and he's super funny, but he still doesn't understand what Dr. Love sees in him because he's like, what do I really have to offer him? And they also, they still haven't gone on, out on a date. They've only texted. 
So, and he also is like, I'm just a huge nerd. And Suk Jin is like all successful and handsome and this interesting man. So like, why would he want to be with me? So while Jungkook is having this conversation with Jimin, pretty much simultaneously, Suk Jin is having this conversation with Namjoon. So he texts Namjoon and he's like, why hasn't Jungkook asked me on a date? And Namjoon assumes that it's because one, he's waiting for Jin to ask, or two, the more likely he's super intimidated by Jin. And of course, Jin being so pretty, he's confused as fuck. He's wondering how he could be intimidating at all. He's like, um, I asked for his number. Obviously, I'm interested. Yeah, but he's also a fucking doctor and he's hot. So yeah, intimidating. <laughs> and he has his shit together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Namjoon, in all of his wisdom, explains to him that he's like, he's very handsome. He's always been put together. When he's seen Jungkook, he seems like he knows what he wants in life. He has his shit together. And Jungkook doesn't at all. So he's probably like... I don't have anything to offer this. Um, And Jin is like, but I don't have my shit together. And he says that he cries over anime characters every Saturday night. And like, (laughs) he still feels like a 23 year old inside, even though he has to be like a grown up. Mm -hmm. And Namjoon is like, okay, but Jungkook doesn't know that. Like you have to share that side of him. So let's read on to the next little section between Jin and Jungkook. So Jin says, I managed to get 21 points in a battle mode on Mario Kart. And then someone killed me right before the time was up, and I lost half of my points. You play Mario Kart? Uh, yeah. So this is like a turning point for Jungkook, because he's like, oh my god, he's a nerd too. Like, he likes, like, dumb shit that I like. And it turns out that they're able to really bond over this. And so he texts Jimin and Yugi about this, and they're super excited so, going on to the next one. Oh, my Jungkook. God. Oh, my God. They send pictures to each other. Yes, they send pictures. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. It's the best thing. It's oh, the best. Oh, they look so good. Okay. I know. So, this is Jungkook. Uh-huh. Cool. Do you, do you ever play online? Like, maybe we could play together sometime. Only if you want to. Sure. Now? Uh, sure. I'm free. Just a heads up, I'm pretty good at Mario Kart. And then, like, an hour later, Jungkook texts a picture with a caption to Jin. Mm-hmm. And he says, this is the face of a winner. And it is an amazing, just sexy picture of oh Jungkook. Oh, my God. It's, it's like a selfie, and he's, like, mm. lounging in his computer chair. Like, fuck. I want to die. <laughs> his lips. And then Jin responds immediately, win, lose, I don't care, because at the end of the day, I still have this face. Mm-hmm. So who's the real winner here? And he sends a handsome as fuck selfie. Oh, my God. He looks so good. <laughs> They're hot. I know. So Jungkook says, you're right. I can't compete with that. Don't even say that. It's not even true. You're very handsome. I'm fangirling. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> the so selfies. at this point, <laughs> jo- when Jin calls Jungkook very handsome, he texts Jimin to say that he's deceased, and he's like, he just cannot believe it. So, moving on, the ne- their their conversation mm-hmm. continued. So Jungkook says, "Oh, thank you. You're welcome. What do you think about a rematch? Sure. Now I'm still online." I was thinking about something more face-to-face. Like, with a webcam? <laughs> You're cute. Face-to-face as in meeting in real life. Oh, really? 
Yeah. I mean, unless you don't want to, which would be fine. This is fine, too. No, I'd really want that. Just to avoid any misunderstandings, because it's happened before, I meant that as a date. Okay, yeah, that's good. That doesn't sound enthusiastic. No, it's... I really want to go on a date with you. I was just surprised. To be honest, I was going to ask you out today. Wait, really? Yeah, you beat me to it. It's not a competition, lol. Easy for you to say, you won. I can make it up to you with another round of Mario Kart. Deal. So, oh, oh my, my god, god, this is so cute. This date. is like so freaking cute, Caleb. <laughs> I fucking uh, love this. My so god. he has a <laughs> I ship this so ship now. God damn. <laughs> so Jungkook, so Jungkook texts Jimin in like the surreal state. He's like, "Oh my god, I have a date?" question mark. And Jimin is like, Basically, don't come to me with that philosophical question mark bullshit. Either you have a date or you don't. And so then Jungkook is like, I have a date with Sok Jin Young. And Jimin celebrates with him. And it's so cute. And then older brother Min Yoongi texts Jungkook to let him know that if Sok Jin hurts him, he will beat him up. <laughs> and he also asks if he wants help picking out an outfit for the day. Oh my god, that's so cute. Which is Yugi. like the cutest thing ever. <laughs> I know. Like he just loves him so much. Um anyways, and then he also invites Jungkook to come out to the family room and like watch a movie with him and Jimin. But he's like, no, because I'm playing Mario Kart with Jin. And it had been over two hours that they were playing online together. Oh, oh my gosh. So at this point, Jin texts Namjoon and thanks him for being like such a wonderful, supportive, amazing, encouraging friend because he felt he felt like he would not be in this position with Jungkook about to go out on a date with him if he hadn't listened to Namjoon's advice. Um, and Namjoon is like, OK, great. I'm glad you're happy. But can we please stop this cute shit now? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, anyways, the next thing that happens, we're actually going to read this. Jimin creates, he has this group chat where he sends pictures and he tells Yoongi and Jimin about his date with Jin. Oh, Jungkook has this group group chat. Yeah, Jungkook with has Jimin this. and Yoongi. Okay. Yeah. So Jungkook sends two pictures. It's two selfies of him and Jin. And they are just so God, they cute. they look so cute. Like, Jin so- looks so handsome. Like, his face is fucking glowing. Mm-hmm. And then Jungkook looks like, he looks like a little teenage boy, honestly. Mm. Like, he's got his hoodie up, and he's yeah. just being super goofy. And Jin is just looking really hot. So, Yoongi says, he's like, I don't even want to know what you're doing in these pictures, but this is really cute. You're a really cute couple. And Jimin just freaks the fuck out. And Jungkook is like, thank you. Oh, my God. Like, he's really amazing. He really makes me happy. And he says that the date was so good. They played video games and then they cooked dinner and they tried. They attempted to bake cookies, which reminds me of my first fanfic. Um, (laughs) Yeah. They attempted to bake cookies, but um, they ended up eating the batter. So they couldn't make any cookies but it ended with with Jen kissing Jungkook on the cheek. Oh, that's so cute. So the next day, Jen texts Jungkook and says, send me a selfie. I want to see my handsome man. Yeah. And so then Jungkook, I guess, sends this really low angled picture where you see like, it's just really bad angle where you see like double chin going on. So Jen says, Wow, nice under chin angle. 
And then he sends back a picture of a kind of lower angle selfie. Mm-hmm. And Jungkook says, this isn't a competition, but mine was better. Hey, I sacrificed my usual selfie angle for this. I sacrificed my dignity. I took this in class. Okay, you win. So everything seems to be going, like, really swimmingly, right? Mm-hmm. But then a new character enters our plot. Late that night, Kim Young <gasps> texts Jungkook. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's asking who. He's like, you didn't tell me that you had a hot older brother. And Jungkook is like, I don't. So... Young is like, okay, well, who's that hot older guy in your Snapchat? And Jungkook <laughs> is like, it's my boyfriend. So I'm like, holy fuck, I guess they're official, right? Uh-huh. Um, and Young, his immediate reaction is like, seriously, he's too old for you. And Jungkook tells him to, quote, kindly fuck off. Oh, my gosh, what the fuck? Yeah, so there's some, like, shit between Jungkook and Young mm. in this fanfic. This is, like, literally the only time that we hear from Jungkook. And Hobie's presence is just implied. But Young and Jungkook have some shit. Um, so here we are at this shit again, where Jungkook starts being insecure and thinking that he's, like, not good enough for Jin because he's too young. So the next day, Jin texts Jungkook a selfie, and he's holding a stuffed Pichu, which is, like, the lowest evolution of, the, like, the Pikachu Pokemon. And he says that Pichu is Jungkook because it has, like, big eyes, and it's a baby like him. Aww. So, but j- because... Young got in Jungkook's fucking head. He reads the text, but he doesn't respond because now he's like all insecure all over again. Aww, so y I know. So Jin texts Jungkook and he says, I see that you've seen the message, but you haven't texted me back. So basically Jungkook doesn't respond because he's like having all these insecurities. And when he finally does, he's like, do you really think that I'm, like, a baby? Like, is that really how you see me? And Jen is like, I didn't know that that affected you that way. I didn't know that that hurt your feelings. You know, like, do you not want me to call you that? So this is where it picks up. Okay. No, I like when you call me baby. I meant, like, do you think I'm too young? Too young for what? Cookie, I'm not trying to be mean. I just don't understand. Do you want me to call you? No, I just need a minute to get my thoughts in the right order. Okay. I don't really know how to say this, but does it ever bother you that I'm five years younger than you and nowhere near as far in life as you are? Like, you'll be done with your degree soonish, and I am so much younger than all of your friends. Do they ever say something about that? And Jin is basically like, no, they don't. Like, it's not a problem to me. I s- he, this is when he explains to Jungkook that he still feels young at heart. And, like, he doesn't care. He's like, I'm going to have my medical degree soon. I don't care what you do. We make each other happy. I just want to be with you. And, like, you know, you don't have to worry about any of this. He's like, I hate whoever put this in your mind. So later that day, it's like a day later, in the morning at, like, 10 a.m., and Jungkook texts Jin. How's the internship going? Good. And then he sends a selfie of, like, Jin, like, dressed up in, like, a doctor's outfit. Oh, God. I love you. Oh, my God. He said he loves him. Like, 
So at this point, Jungkook texts Jimin and Yoongi, like, freaking out. And then Jin texts back, and he says, I am simultaneously pleased and enraged that it took a picture of me in my doctor's uniform for you to tell me that you love me. Like, 99% pleased, 1% enraged, but kind of in a good way. Please send me a selfie so that I can say it back. So then the group chat with Jungkook and Yoongi pops up. And Jungkook, he says... Oh my god, I love him so much. Yoongi is like, I don't even know what to say. You're both so extra. And Jimin is like, Jungkook, you send that fucking selfie right now. (laughs) And Jungkook is like... I'm taking one right now, but my hands are shaking so much, and I look like shit, but who cares? And oh my god. And then Jungkook sends the most fucking hot selfie of all time. (sighs) He's barefaced, but his hair is like kind of frizzy, but parted in the middle. And he's leaning. It's kind of red. Yeah, it's kind of red. He's resting (sighs) his head on his hand, but his hand and like arm is propped up, and he's got a mask like on, but it's Mm. below, it's tucked below his chin. God damn, he's got like a black hoodie on. He looks so good. Oh, he looks so fucking good. So Jin replies, now I'm even more enraged. You look too good, baby. And I love you, too. Come to my apartment later. I want to tell you in person properly. Yes. So then in the group chat, Yoongi asked, how'd it go? Jungkook? And Jimin says, I think that means it meant well. And Yoongi says, nope. And then he left the group chat. (laughs) (laughs) So this is like later. So, you know, they they fucked. They totally fucked. (laughs) So I love this fanfic. This was so amazing. I did not know you were doing Jen Cook. So I kept it a surprise, and I love this fanfic so much, and I chose to find a Jin Cook one because Jung Cook has been, like, bias-wrecking me as fuck, and uh-huh. Jin has been bias-wrecking you. Girl, so perfect. Yeah. I'm so sorry perfect. that was, like, really long, but... No, that's okay. I didn't okay. think it would be that long, but it was, Guys, like, if this ends up being a really fucking long episode, we're so sorry, whatever. It is We've gonna be. we decided this is no longer an hour-long, like, podcast. It's just an hour and 15. 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Well, I loved that. That was so great. Like, reading the text messages, it was super intriguing, and it was just fun to keep up with like just to read it yeah kept my attention i really love this one i highly suggest going and finding it and reading the whole thing for yourself because i cut out some stuff and like summarized stuff hella but it's really it's so like suspenseful and you have so much anticipation like scrolling through it and reading it and just seeing like their love kind of build and getting to the point where they say i love you and like going over to his apartment to fuck it's just Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I loved it. Okay, should I start mine? Dude, yes. We... I'm very excited for this. Okay. So, did you cite yours? Did you say where it was from and, like, who wrote it? I did. Oh, okay, I cool. did. I just wasn't paying attention, I guess. Okay. So, this fan fiction is called Make It To Me by The Stars Above, and it's on AO3. So, this is actually one of our listeners, and her name is Emily. She's been listening to us for a while, and she's been, like emailing us and it's just been super fun talking to her and so she sent us her fan fictions a while ago and they're so freaking good like I mean they're really good her writing style is just so enjoyable to read like her fanfics are like kind of long but like she writes it in such a witty sarcastic manner that you just like 
LOL the whole time, basically. <laughs> and it's just, it's really well written, and she's just a very good writer. Well, I'm really excited to hear all about it. I have not, I know that she has sent us some, but I have not read any. Oh, yeah, of her fan fictions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one, I asked her which one she wanted us to share. And so she wanted this one because it's, she's, like, really proud of it. But I think she just posted a fanfic, like, this past week, like, her new one. And so you guys should all check it out because she's really, really, really good. Um, so that one is called Truth So Loud You Can't Ignore. Ooh. And most of hers are Tay Cook. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. so this is a Tay Cook fanfic. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I see a theme. Yeah. Um, this is why we get along. <laughs> So that one, I guess, for her description, she said she said that Jungkook falls in love with Young when he's 15. Mm. Problem is, he never quite learns how to fall out. In short, theirs is a love a long time in the making. Oh. So I have not read that one yet, but I'm super excited to. But anyways, yes. so this one is called Make It To Me. And mm. it's a Pride and Prejudice AU. Featuring, oh my god! I know, yeah. Featuring Jungkook as a rich boy and with daddy issues, and then Young as a graphic designer who sees him for exactly what he is—an asshole, or so he thinks. Damn. And yeah, so she says that the Pride and Prejudice themes all are like really heavily referenced to the 2005 movie. So mm-hmm. you don't need to know Pride and Prejudice to enjoy this fic. Just to make that clear. Cool. But she does like insert sporadically like moments from the movie mm-hmm. like some dialogue and narratives throughout so yeah okay so she starts off saying it is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be the subject of unending scrutiny from his father and unwanted attention from a slew of thirsty bitches who are only after his money at least if that single man is Jian Jungkook. Damn. <laughs> I just love that opening. <laughs> so the story starts with Jungkook and Sokjin staying late in his bougie office, and they're drinking liquor straight from his personal mini bar. Mm. Both Jungkook and Sokjin work for their father's highly successful and well-known media company called Bantan Media. Being in a family business, Jungkook and Sokjin were left with basically no decision but to dedicate their entire lives to this business, mm-hmm. which Jungkook seems real bitter about. And that's probably one of the reasons why he has a mini bar inside his fucking office. <laughs> so they discuss that there's this emerging talent event that's coming up. I think it's like the next evening. And Jungkook is really dreading the event because he has to schmooze with a bunch of new artists who are trying to get their foot in the door with the company. But Jin is kind of excited for it because he likes to socialize with people. So then the story switches to Young and Jimin, who just got to work at their advertising agency. And Jimin is an account manager, and Young is, is an art director for his account. And they both have a long day's work ahead, but Jimin tells Young that at least they have the emerging talent event that they have to look forward to after work. So they're both attending this event as Yoongi and Namjoon's plus ones because they're both aspiring artists. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they both got invited to the event. So while Jimin and Young are both talking about the specifics of the event, their super attractive bo- boss, Park Yoongshik, walks in and compliments Young on his recent sketches for BT21. So <clears throat> his boss ends up asking him if he can start storyboarding and that if they can meet privately the next week to go through things. Ooh. Yeah. Yoongshik is like, I think I'm saying his name right, Yoongshik? Uh, he winks at Young and walks away. So he's kind of like flirting with Young. 
And so mm-hmm. Jimin gets all excited, and he's like, he was totally flirting with you, and that he better not tell Hobie, who happens to be their HR coordinator, and, like, he's, like, a dance teacher on the side. Mm. Yeah. And Taehyung kind of brushes off the flirting and admits that his boss is super hot, and that he's pretty much been thirsty for his dick since he started working at this job. <laughs> so, fast forward to the Emergent Talent event. Mm-hmm. So Young bumps into Jungkook at the bar, and he spills his drink onto Jungkook's shoes. And Jungkook finds Young to be extremely appealing, and that he's charmed that Tae doesn't seem to know or care about who he is when they introduce themselves. However, Young finds Jungkook to be kind of a snob and kind of a dick. Oh, damn. Yeah, they kind of butt heads throughout the night. So while this is all happening, Namjoon and Jin kind of hit it off. Yeah, so Namjoon. They're hitting it off, and Jungkook is a little mistrustful, and he kind of doubts Namjoon's intentions because he's an aspiring musician, and he could easily be using Jin for personal gain. Jin also seems to think that Jungkook and Tae are, like, a perfect match, but Jungkook kind of brushes it off, even though he really is interested in Taeyang. Mm-hmm. But Taeyang kind of overhears Jungkook saying that he's that he doesn't think that Taeyang is very cute. Oh, like, no. he kind of says that. But he doesn't mean it, you know? But that's what Young hears. Mm-hmm. So Jungkook ends up feeling really bad after that. And he thinks that Young like... Hates him. Yeah. He just thinks that he's a jackass. <laughs> which, oh. you know, but... <laughs> like, how could you say that? Yeah. So Jin kind of comforts him and says that he can redeem himself next weekend at Namjoon and Yoongi's party that they both got invited to. So Jungkook's father happens to interrupt their conversation and reminds Jungkook of their upcoming Fun for the Arts gala and that he needs to bring a female date because his dad is basically homophobic and wants Jungkook to stay closeted for the sake of the company and for good PR. Oh, the fucking worst. I know. Jungkook's dad is a real dick in this. (laughs) (laughs) So at Namjoon and Yoongi's party... Taeyang is starting to feel very conflicted because Jungkook arrives and he's looking even hotter than he was the other night and he totally wants to ride his dick, but he also <laughs> thinks Jungkook is a total dickhead. <laughs> so he's feeling very conflicted. Conflicted, yes. yeah. <laughs> but Taeyang ends up bumping into Jungkook again, but thankfully this time he doesn't have a drink in his hand so he doesn't spill anything on him. But Jungkook does tell him to watch where he's going. And this makes Taeyong super mad. So they end up butting heads even some more at this party. And while they're doing this, they get interrupted by the boys entering the room. They're all talking about Hosok and dancing. And Sokjin is about to tell everyone that Jungkook is actually a good dancer. But Jungkook cuts him off real quick. And Jungkook ends up saying that he's, like, leaving the party. He squeezes past Taeyong in the kitchen, which I guess it's like a really like crowded area. Mm-hmm. So he squeezes past Young, and their hands brush against each other and their eyes meet for a split second. And Young has to suppress a gasp when Ooh. their hands touch because Jungkook's really fucking hot up close. Yeah, damn. Ooh, that moment. That moment. Like I know it's a that is a mo- that's like a moment from Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Like when they uh-huh. have are you familiar with the movie or the book? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so when they have, like, that eye contact. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so important. Okay. 
Keep going, please. So Jungkook is also super stressed out and flustered because he finds Young to be super sexy, but he's also pretty sure that he hates him and he isn't sure how to change his mind, especially since he seems to find it super difficult and he can't he can't articulate sentences basically when he's around Young. Ooh. Yeah, he gets so nervous, I guess. <laughs> so a few days later, Young decides to leave his office to grab a cup of coffee at his favorite coffee shop around the corner. When he gets to the coffee shop, he runs into none other than Jian Jungkook. And they have a somewhat normal conversation. Because, like, up to this point, they've just been, like, fighting. And so when Young goes to pay for his coffee, he realizes that he left his wallet at his office. Jungkook insists that he pays for his coffee. And Young really tries to argue with him, but Jungkook just doesn't have it, and he pays mm-hmm. for it anyways. So Young's flirty boss, Young Shik or whatever also shows up with his at this coffee shop and he possessively wraps his arm around Young before telling him that he and Jungkook actually know each other. <gasps> and Jungkook seems real bothered by this. Not really so much by like the arm being wrapped around him, but his, just like general attitude. Yeah. So he yeah. sounds like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He politely <laughs> says goodbye and then leaves. So Young-sik tells Young that he and Jungkook both internshiped at Bantan Media together and that they were close friends before Jungkook's brother bailed on the company and Jungkook essentially was promoted, but Young-sik was left with nothing, not even a recommendation. So yeah, Young thinks that Jungkook is a total asshole, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would, right? If like if that's all you knew about them, yeah, right. You'd be like, he is a <laughs> dick. Okay. Anyways, so Young, Jimin, and Namjoon all end up attending the charity for the arts gala because Namjoon and Jin kind of they like kissed. They went on a date and kissed. It was great. <gasps> yes. Yeah, I know. Um, so Namjoon is attending as Jin's date, and Young and Jimin both did some like pro bono work for them. And they got free tickets in return. Ooh. And Jungkook is attending the event as well, but he's attending with a blonde woman who his secretary found for him just to, like, please his father. So Young takes a personal tour over the house where the event is being held, and he finds himself at a pool. He, like, finds a pool in this fucking house. <laughs> and he sees a very lonely-looking Jungkook soaking his feet. I thought you were so, going to say, and he sings Singularity. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> that would be amazing, okay. though. And he sees <laughs> This was Jungkook. written before Singularity, so... Mm, okay. Yeah. So Young ends up joining Jungkook, and they start talking about life, like, basically. Mm-hmm. And Jungkook ends up telling Young that he wanted to be a dancer, but he decided to work for his dad's company because his dad was already so upset when he found out that his son was gay. Mm. And Jungkook kind of asked Young some questions, too, and this is really the first time that Jungkook seems to take interest in Young as a person. And Young really notices this. So he mm-hmm. starts to see this, like, softer side to Jungkook. Yeah. So Young goes and tells Jimin about the conversation that he had at the pool. And Jimin thinks that Jungkook has a massive crush on Young, And he suggests that they should definitely hook up, even if he's a jerk. At <laughs> least he's a rich and hot jerk. <laughs> Oh but then God. Jimin but then Jimin complains that both Namjoon and Tae are both getting rich dick and he has basically nothing. <laughs> so then Young suggests that Jimin gives Yoongi a shot because he's had a crush on him before and why not? Mm-hmm. 
Sure. Which, yeah, by the way, during this this whole story, they've been flirting and bickering and being really fucking cute with each other this entire time, but I've kind of, like, failed to mention up to now. But that's, like, that's like happening in the background. Uh, amazing. Same with, same with Namjoon. Amazing. Although, right now, I still, from my fanfic, I am on, like, this Jinkook, like, vibe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Keep yeah. going. So, Jin ends up having a party with the whole gang, okay? Minus Hobie, which poor Hobie, he ends up making an appearance towards the end, and he's kind of a big deal. But anyways, Jungkook is hanging out alone in the kitchen at this party, of course. Go figure. And Young comes in, and he's just stumbling, and he ends up slipping on a rug, but Jungkook is right there to catch him before he falls. And their faces are super close, just close enough to, just close enough to kiss. But Young steps back and apologizes again for being a total klutz. Mm. This is when it gets good. Yeah. So then Tay suggests that they take a tequila shot together and asks Jungkook to make a fist. Oh. So then he licks both their fists before sprinkling salt onto them, which Jungkook is, like, super turned on by this. Oh, yeah, I mean, fuck yeah. I would be, too. Like, imagine Taehyung yeah. licking your fucking fist. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Anyways. <laughs> so after Taehyung licks his hand, he looks up at Jungkook with these mischievous eyes, and Jungkook can't help himself. He just leans in and kisses Taehyung right on his pink <gasps> lips. Ooh. And... Yeah, Jungkook starts to panic, and he's about to pull away, but then he hears the salt shaker thud down onto the countertop, and Taeyong snakes his arms up around his neck, parting his lips for Jungkook. <sighs> so it's like a brief hot makeout session in the kitchen before the gang comes in, and Taeyong and Jungkook pull apart like they put distance between themselves. And they don't do it quick enough because Jin kind of smiles knowingly at Jungkook. Mm. Like, Okay, yes. so that, yeah. So a couple days later, Taeyong, Jimin, and Ho Sok are all in their office and they're talking in the conference room. And Ho Sok asked Taeyong if he at all feels uncomfortable around Young Sik, and he says he's flirty, but that he really never feels uncomfortable around him. But Taeyong ends up leaving to go get coffee and he runs into Jungkook again. Of course. <laughs> who totally accidentally on purpose planned to run into Taeyong. <laughs> so it's there that he asked Taeyong to get dinner. Um, he asked him if he'll like go on mm-hmm. a date with him. And Taeyong says yes. Aww. So they have their first date at Jungkook's apartment because he can't date in public. So Jungkook insists that Taeyong stays in the living room while he finishes dinner in the kitchen. Like he's cooking them dinner. Taeyong hears him like, swearing in the kitchen and so he decides to go in and check on him and Jungkook is like burnt their entire dinner but they just kind of laugh together about it and he ends up saying we can just get takeout that he likes takeout anyways so they talk and eat and joke and flirt very naturally on the couch and then Young tells Jungkook that he's very close to his family like they just start talking about family and life so he tells him that he's close to his family and that they're basically his rock and Jungkook says that he and his father don't agree on much and don't really get along, um, but that he used to be really close to his brother before he walked out on the family and the company. Young feels bad for Jungkook's unfortunate family situation and decides to kind of like change the topic and ask Jungkook if he would like to dance to the music that's playing in the background, Aww. which is totally a ballsy move because Jungkook said like he like gave up dancing because of his dad. Yeah. And, yeah. 
but Jungkook says yes. Of course. And so they end up, yeah, they end up slow dancing together, and then they both start to just snog. It's amazing. <laughs> I love the word snog. I never get to use it. So, it's so British. It is British. <laughs> like, that's why you I never use that. it, because we're in the fucking Midwest, Bethany. You know, we have a good amount of UK listeners, so they probably appreciate it. <laughs> Over, okay, well. <laughs> so Young asked Jungkook to take him to his bed. Like, they're just so desperate and turned on at this point. Fuck me. <laughs> and on the way to the bedroom, Young kind of pulls Jungkook back, and Jungkook presses Young up against the wall and says, Jesus, you're fucking perfect. Well, he didn't say fucking. He says, Jesus, you're perfect. I added the fucking. Um, <laughs> Young says, almost kind of whimpering, he's like, I thought I was nothing special, which no. I'm just not realizing. Back when... Back when Jungkook was talking to Jin about his first impression of Young, he described Young as nothing special. Uh, so it's like, oh, no. But they're, like, also super turned on, and they're, like, making out, and, like, they're about to have sex, basically. Uh, and Jungkook <laughs> replies real roughly, I lied. <gasps> oh, my God. And then they go and have amazing fucking sex. <laughs> okay. So later on in the work week... Jen tells Jungkook that he's going to a meeting with Namjoon and Yoongi, and he plans to sponsor them. Jungkook kind of hints that Namjoon might be using Jen to his advantage, um, and that, like, basically, you know, he might be just, like, trying to get his foot in the door, I guess. Mm-hmm. But Jen, Jen kind of seems uneasy, but he says that he trusts Namjoon. Sometime later... Young and Jimin are headed home from the office, and Jimin gets a text from Yoongi saying something happened with Namjoon and Jin. So they quick, quickly head over to Namjoon and Yoongi's place, and Namjoon says that Jin broke things off with him. So Jin ended it with Namjoon. Oh, my God. Yeah. So they're all in total shock because Jin seemed really crazy head over heels for Namjoon. Mm-hmm. And Jin said that he would still sponsor them in their demo, but Yoongi ended up pulling their demo because he was like, no, we're not going to be sponsored by this asshole who broke Namjoon's heart. Yeah. So, later in the week, Hosok tells Jimin and Taeyang that one of his past dance students recently returned after taking a long break because of his work at a large media company. And Taeyang goes on to ask what the student's name is. And Hosok says, Jian Jungkook. Mm. And so he says that Jungkook is a good guy, and he actually just got his friend out of a shitty relationship, and that the guy was taking advantage of his friend for music connections. And, of course, Jimin and Taeyang are like, oh, my God. They're talking about Namjoon mm-hmm. and Sokjin. So they end up finding that Jungkook was the reason that Jin broke things off with Namjoon. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this makes Young feel sick, and he's just, like, super disgusted with, his, with himself, and he's disappointed because he was starting to really believe that Jungkook was actually a good guy. But he's not. It se- Well, now it's like, oh, no, he's not. <laughs> yeah. So this whole time, Jungkook and Young have kind of been, like, seeing each other and hooking up and things have been going well. So mm-hmm. Jungkook texts him in that moment and he's like, hey, want to come over and hang out? But Taeyang is like pissed because he just ruined his friend's happiness. So he impulsively decides to leave and confront Jungkook at his, at his apartment. And of course, Jimin's like, this is a bad idea. 
Why mm. are you doing this? But Tang's like, I don't care. I know it's a bad idea, but I'm doing it anyways. So he goes over there and confronts Jungkook. And Jungkook admits that he convinced Jin to end things with Namjoon. Damn. But he did it to protect his friend because clearly Jin was more invested in the relationship than Namjoon. So from Jungkook's perspective, he just really thought that not like, that Namjoon wasn't that interested or that Jin was more invested. Mm-hmm. So Taeyang then yells at him the same way you protected Yungsik. And Jungkook gets real mad because he clearly hates Youngsik. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Taeyong tells him that Youngsik told him everything about how he left his friend jobless and blah, 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 blah. Like Jungkook, like working for his dad and just just the story that he heard from Youngsik. And so Jungkook says, so this is what you think of me? If that's how you feel, why did you even bother sleeping with me? Damn. And Taeyong shrugs, and he just says, Honestly, I have no idea. Guess I was just blinded by your big fancy apartment and hotshot job, but now I see that's all you have to offer. Damn. And Taeyong regrets it, like, right when he says it. And Jungkook tells him to get the fuck out. Ooh, shit. I know, these two. They don't even, like, talk it out at all. They're just like... Fuck you. So later on at work, Taeyang gets called into Youngsik's office because his work with the BT21 is really starting to like hit off and they're actually going to start a new team for it. And Youngsik says that he can put in a good word for Taeyang and that he can even get him a promotion. And he says this while he slides his hand up his hand up Taeyang's thigh. Oh no, he fucking didn't. Yeah, kind of indicating that Maybe he can get him the promotion in exchange for sex. Oh, you're nasty. <laughs> I know. He's just such a nasty character. Dude. So, Young, of course, refuses his offer. And Youngshik gets mad and says that he doesn't need Young and that he's basically going to steal his drawings and take credit for all of them. And, like, oh, my God. Taeyang, like, immediately leaves his office, goes and grabs Jimin, and, like, which, by the way, Vimin in this is just the best pair. Like, they're just mm-hmm. such good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but they end up getting together, and they talk with Hosok, and they end up reporting everything that happened, and they file, like, a sexual harassment report. Damn. Which, Finally. A- apparently, Hosak was already on to him and was building a huge case against him for some time. Yeah. And he's ready to get the prick fired. It seemed like that earlier because earlier yeah. he asked, like, how do you feel about him? Mm-hmm. Like, he was no, on to she's it. she's so good about, like, dropping little hints and then connecting the, the whole story together mm-hmm. at the end. Like, oh, she's so talented. Amazing. Anyways, after their terrible fight, Jungkook begins to realize his own failings and that his experiences with his father and the company have made him into this cold defensive person and he really doesn't want to be that way mm-hmm. so he decides to go and tell Jin that he thinks he was wrong about Namjoon's intentions and that Namjoon and Yoongi actually pulled their demo because Jin didn't know that they pulled their demo after Jin broke up with Namjoon so he encourages Jin to like work things out with Namjoon 
And part of Jungkook hopes that Taeyong will be happy if the two get back together. So, like, he's thinking of Taeyong's happiness while he does this. Like, he's obviously doing it for his friend's happiness, but he's, he can't help but to think about, like, how this also is a positive thing for Taeyong, potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in terms of, like, the sexual harassment thing, like, that process takes a few weeks, but Hosok and Taeyong get Youngshik fired. Which, yay. Yes. So after yeah, seeing real. how cruel and awful this guy was, Young can't help but to doubt the guy's story about Jungkook. So he's like, mm, mm-hmm. maybe he maybe, maybe he, he was, was lying. lying. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so the gang is at Namjoon and Yoongi's place, and Jun shows up begging to talk to Namjoon. And Namjoon and Jin speak in private for a little bit, and then they end up telling the whole group that they're back together. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. So two weeks later, Yoongi tells everyone that now Bantan Media has decided to re-sign like sign them or like pick them back up for their demo. Mm-hmm. And so they all go out to celebrate, and Jin tells the whole gang that Jungkook was the reason that their demo got picked up. <gasps> like, it was all his doing. Amazing. I know. So Taeyong is like in disbelief. He's like somewhat dizzy when he hears the news. And Jin talks to Taeyong in private and tells Taeyong about what kind of has transpired over the past month since like him and Namjoon broke mm-hmm. up. And he tells him that Jungkook was the one who convinced him to make up with Namjoon. And he also tells him that Youngsik was actually the one who screwed over Jungkook. And he says that Jungkook actually got Youngshik this internship at Bantan Media, but that he totally blew getting a job because he didn't put in any work, and that once he didn't get the job, he cut Jungkook off as a friend. So he really was the one who screwed Jungkook over. Damn. So after hearing the news, Young feels super, super crappy because he's been misinformed, and he regrets saying some of the really shitty things that mm-hmm. he said to Jungkook. Jungkook yeah. is feeling pretty miserable since him and Young are no longer seeing each other and he just isn't very happy. Mm-hmm. So he tries to distract himself, but he ends up going to the coffee shop by Young's work. So when he goes, he, of course, finds Young there too. And mm-hmm. Young tells him that it's good to see him. And he's being super sincere when he says this. And they both, they both kind of ask how the other one is and they both say they're good. But the conversation is rather short and Jungkook is left with, like, a small bit of hope that maybe Young doesn't totally despise him. So later on, Jin tells Jungkook that he talked with Young and told him the truth about Youngsik and that the man actually got fired for sexual harassment against Young and attempting to steal his drawings. So one night, Young goes out with the gang, and he's slightly disappointed when he sees that Jin didn't bring Jungkook with him. And Young is beginning to feel lonely because all of his friends are super, super coupley and super happy with each other. Uh, so he's just kind of starting to feel like, I don't know, alone. And he heads to the bathroom, and as he reaches for the door, a drunk Youngsik comes out from behind it. <gasps> no. Youngsik. I feel like I'm saying his name wrong. <laughs> well, you've said it this whole fucking time. I know. So. <laughs> Too late. Okay. Too late. Youngsik cages him up against the wall. Like, when he comes out of the bathroom, no. he, like, cages Young up against the wall. He forcefully, like, grabs at his hips. Like, it's, like, hurting Young. Oh. 
and he yells at Young for getting him fired and that he ruined his life and he shouts other various vulgar things. And Young is just terrified and he tells him not to touch him. And he feels like he could cry before eventually a man pulls Jungsuk off of him and pins him to the opposite wall. Can I guess? Guess. It's fucking Jung Jung Cook. Jian Jungkook. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. So yes. Jungkook threatens Jungsik and that if he ever comes near Young again, that he will really fucking ruin his life. Oh, my God. And that's a promise. Like, oh. Damn. Yeah. So Jungsik is pissed and annoyed, but he leaves. And Jungkook runs over to Young and asks if he's okay. And, like, Young's like, on the floor and, like, shaking. Like, he's just so shook up from the incident. And Young doesn't really find any time to thank him. His friends, like, they all frantically come over and ask him, like, what happened. And the night kind of becomes a blur. But he does remember that Jungkook was standing quietly beside him the entire evening. Mm. But that he snuck away as Young was leaving out of, like, this bar to get into the cab to, like, get home safely. So since he never formally thanked Jungkook, he decides to go to his apartment unannounced to thank him and confess some feelings, maybe. And if he doesn't do that, at least tell him that he misses him. Mm -hmm. So once he gets there, he's greeted by Jungkook's father. And, yeah. So Young asks if Jungkook is home. And he tells him that he's not, and he warns him to stay away from Jungkook and that he has no place for non-straight relationships in his life. Oh, fuck off. I know. Asshole. Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) So the two bicker viciously back and forth, and Taeyong finally says that he will be a part of Jungkook's life as long as he wants him there, and Taeyong walks around for a couple hours, but once he gets back home, he sees Jungkook standing outside his apartment. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jungkook says that he heard he ran into his father and that Taeyong really held his own. And Taeyong apologizes for everything that he doesn't know how he could ever repay Jungkook. Mm. And Jungkook says, I know what you said when we ended things, and if that's still how you feel, I promise to leave you alone. I swear it. But after what you said to my dad... There's always going to going to be a place in my life for you if you want it. Uh-huh. So then Young walks up to Jungkook and he slips his hands into his pocket, um, into the pocket of Jungkook's sweatshirt, and he tangles their finger their fingers together and says, "Your hands are cold." And he then presses their foreheads together and Jungkook says, "Yours are colder." So then they kiss and they make up and. Young invites him into his apartment, and he apologizes for implying that he was only hooking up with him for his money and that that was never the case, that he just said that just to hurt Jungkook's feelings in the heat of the moment. Like, he feels bad about it. So, after getting back together, Jungkook gives his father an ultimatum that either he dates Young publicly or he leaves the company just like his brother did. And his father seems real displeased, but he agrees to the terms and lets Jungkook date Taeyong. Well, he can't run an entire company by himself. No. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs so, to get over it. Yeah. yeah. 
Jungkook, so Jungkook finally takes Young on a proper date in public. Yes. And Young, of all things, suggests that they go bowling. Of course. As long as he fucks him good after. <laughs> Does it really say that? Yeah, she says that. No, she's so funny. I'm telling you. Oh my you, like, God, it's, that's amazing. It's like her style of writing is just like you actually laugh out loud when you're reading yeah. it. Like it sounds like she's telling you this story. Like she's like speaking it to you. Wow. It's like a casual, it's a very casual fanfic, but it's also really formal at the same time. Yeah. So it's just, it had it's twists, really cool. turns. Twists and turns. <laughs> that was, I mean, is that the end of it? No, no. Or almost Okay, there. good. I mean, mean, good, like, I'm glad it's not the end of it. Like, I want more. Okay. So, the relationship kind of takes a natural course, and Jungkook eventually formally asked Taeyang to be his boyfriend. Uh Uh-huh. And I also need to mention that the Yoon-min side story, they also end up eventually confessing their feelings for each other because they've obviously, like, been into each other this whole time. They've just been denying it. And so they end up becoming boyfriends, too. So it's like, oh, my God, they're all dating except for Hobie. Um, but Taeyang and Jungkook end up going to a Bantan Media event together as a couple, which Taeyang is super proud of Jungkook for, like, outing himself at this big event and super touched that he wanted him beside him for the event. So Jungkook's dad continues to be super shitty and just not supportive of their relationship, but Taeyang continues to hold his own. And as some sort of like fuck you, Taeyang convinces Jungkook to like go fuck on his dad's <gasps> desk. So Damn. they like go and have sex <laughs> on his dad's <laughs> desk. It's like so great. It's amazing. So then on another day, all seven of them decide to go and enjoy like a lovely day at the park and they lay out on some blankets. And Jungkook kind of starts to tease Taeyang just a little bit for fun. And Taeyang says, but it's okay. I know you love me. Like about teasing him. Mm-hmm. But then he realizes that he just said, like he just assumed that Jungkook loves him. Yeah. Oh shit. And so yeah, he's like, oh my god, like he's gonna take it back. But then Jungkook says, but I do. So <gasps> they like end up saying they love each other. They're boyfriends. They're like, yeah, it's like also great. Yeah. So anyways, at the end of the fan fiction, <laughs> <laughs> this is the very end now. Okay. Jungkook asked Taeyang to get coffee together at the coffee shop by his work. Cute. And Taeyang says that he's too busy with work and that he can't. No. So Jungkook decides to surprise him and get him coffee anyways. Mm-hmm. So while he's attempting to like text Taeyang back with one hand while holding two cups of coffee, he runs into someone on his way out the door and the man says, geez, watch where you're going. These are really expensive shoes. Which, like, at the very beginning of the whole thing, like, Taeyang spoke his beverage, mm-hmm. his, like, on, alcoholic beverage on, Jungkook. on Jungkook's shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's Young who he runs into, mm-hmm. and that's how the story ends. Aww. Yeah. That's, like, a really sweet ending. Like... Oh, my God. It just makes it seem like now they're just together, and it's really cute, and that's how their life is going to be. But she really did stay true to a lot of, like, the Pride and Prejudice storyline. I mean, like, with Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth. So yeah. That was wonderful. She also sent, like, some fun facts about just her writing this. And she said that she originally was going to have Jimin in replace of Namjoon. So it was going to be, like, a Jinmin romance. Like, a Jinmin-ship. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. That would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Emily, for that wonderful fiction. And 
thank you, Bethany, for sharing that. That was so great. Yeah. So you all should go check her out. Like, she's so amazing. I mean, I loved it. I thought it was super fun. Okay. So um, I guess we should wrap this up. (laughs) (laughs) If you liked this episode, first of all, thank you for being here with us and listening through the whole thing. Um, We love to talk to you and talk with you every week. So thank you. Um, if you liked it or any of our other ones, we would super love and appreciate if you would give us a rating and a review on iTunes, as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, you can also find all of our social media links in the description. We love to interact with people on Instagram, on Twitter, Gmail, whatever. Um, we want to hear from you. And then of course, if you want to support us in a monetary way, you can find links for our Patreon and our PayPal in the description as well. In the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.